Hi, this is Eileen Perez. You're listening to the CBH Podcast. Thursday, July 29. Wow. Uh, you're listening to the CBH Podcast, and this is episode 83, because you care. Um, so I moved. Movers came to Richmond on Monday, and then yesterday dropped off here in Broadlands, Virginia. This is where I am now. I'm in Broadlands, uh, which is um, about 30 miles west of um, DC, but we'll say DC suburb. You know how that goes. Uh, Monday in Richmond was like, we're going to have 50% chance of rain in the afternoon, which is basically what it says every day in Richmond during the summer. Um, we weren't planning on anything other than the usual. It rains a little bit off and on. No big deal. Uh, it's a crew of five guys, like five hulks. These guys were huge. Huge dudes moving everything. And, and, and it's, a, it's a shocking amount of shit. <laughs> Nobody should have this much stuff. But it's just how it goes. You're, you're like, uh, on earth enough time you end up accumulating shit. There's all, that's all there is to it. It doesn't really matter. The more space you have, the more stuff you have. It's how it works. <laughs> I'd love to be just like a simple person who, you know, had like one notebook and one glass and one fork, you know, and uh, slept on his sleeper sofa. But I'm, <laughs> it's just not the way it is. I need space. I'm a large man. And anyway, these guys are working. They're working hard. A huge truck rolls up. Huge uh, allied movers truck. The thing took up the whole street. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was like a, an event, you know, for, for the whole neighborhood to, to watch. And the guys are working hard, getting stuff out there, and all of a sudden it's getting dark. It's getting real dark, and I can just smell what's about to happen. Definitely going to be like a work stoppage. I can see this happening. Light rain. They keep moving. They keep moving through the light rain. They're not too worried. They're like, everything's in boxes. Everything's covered. You know, they wrap all the furniture. So if it's a light rain, they keep on moving. I'm in the kitchen with, like, head mover. His name is Jerome. He is he is awesome, but he is on something. This guy is super high octane. I don't know if it was like four energy drinks or something more illegal. <laughs> but Jerome is running hot. And he's he's like, yeah, we're just going to keep on plowing through. Don't worry about a thing. Uh, I'm standing there talking to him. And it sound, the, the only way that could describe the sound that I heard was a shotgun blast in the room right above me. That's what it sounded like. It sounded like somebody with a 12-gauge just fired off at the floor right above me. Scared the hell out of me. I mean, scared the hell out of my son. Everybody jumped. Uh, this was a crack of lightning and thunder. It, if, it, if it didn't hit my house, it hit directly next to my house. That's <laughs> I For one second, you're, not, you're like disoriented. You're disoriented. You don't know what that sound was. It was so big and so loud. There was no time between the lightning flash and the thunder. It was just instantaneous. And... Um, Rain just, I mean, the, the sky just opened up. Horrific downpour. Total stop in the action. And and no sense of when we were going to get started again. A couple of the guys want to, like, push through. They want to get the job done. 
you know, they're starting to move stuff in and out, but this thunder and lightning is, it's just right above us. And, and the rain is horrific, just downpouring. I'm not exaggerating here. Downpouring. Hard. Uh, it looked like hail at some point. And a couple of the guys keep on working, but even, <laughs> you know, they've got these uh, metal hand trucks that they use to move four or five boxes at one time. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, it's, let's not die. Let's not die from my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> please nobody get electrocuted. So we just kind of hit a pause in the action there and they got a, they got a bit of a break, but, but time is ticking by. And, uh, I don't know what their timeline was. I knew that I needed to leave, uh, when they were done to come up here, I needed to close up the house. You know, I had been renting my own home for the last two months, I closed two months ago and just renting uh, for the time period. And I had, I had to be out. It was done. Our time was done. And, uh, you know, all the beds and all the furniture all packed up. It's not like I could stay any longer. A little break in the action. They move some more stuff. It starts all over again. This happened three or four times on and off where the rain's coming, the thunder, the lightning. And you're like, boy, I mean, awesome day to pick to move all your shit outside. I mean, like, awesome. They finally get done. I mean, this went on. They worked nearly 10 hours. Uh... I think they had planned on six or seven. That's what we were estimated, and it was about 10, 10 and a half. Finally got on the road super late, but that, it's fine. It's all good. And the stuff came up here the next day, and it was a beautiful day, and it was a whole different crew. I thought it was going to be the same crew. I was going to be so worried that these guys were just going to be wrecked uh, and not able to, to keep going, but fortunately, there was a whole new crew. These guys were, on average, a, a foot shorter than the other guys. The, the, the guys loading the truck were total hulks, like just huge dudes all about muscle and then the crew yesterday that unloaded were very short very skinny guys and they had a whole different technique they were using straps they were putting stuff on their back like it was a completely different no muscle sort of move uh, but both equally effective equally effective uh, and the guys I, you know unloads much easier and the guys um, uh, did a great job I think there were only one or two casualties of of personal things, but really nothing to get too uh, bent out of shape about. So really like totally successful move all day today, put a good dent in it. What I'm really realizing after all this is that God help me. May I never, ever move again. This is such a uh, uh, nightmare stress time. All it's just too much. It's <laughs> the best move would be you don't have anything to do with it. Now, I didn't lift a thing. Like I, I hired people to do the lifting. That's what I was trying to avoid, the lift. Because <laughs> anybody listens to this knows that I can sneeze wrong and then I'm going to have to lay on my back for five days or more. And so I didn't want to lift anything. Uh, I'm happy to pack boxes, but I wasn't going to move them. And so, you know, you hire guys to do that, do the hard work. But the best thing you can do, because it's almost impossible to just stand there and watch other people work. I mean, you're, 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 your instinct is to grab a box and help. It's not in me to just stand there and, and watch. But I was like forcing myself to just try and do this. Like, don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. You've got to get on a plane on Thursday. So just be cool. The best and only way I can think of to move is to have nothing to do with it. Literally have nothing to do with it. Just walk away from your house. Let other people pack it. <laughs> don't watch them load the truck. Don't worry about the weather. Be nowhere in sight. And then when they drop it off, again, be nowhere in sight. Because the whole day yesterday is, where does this go? Where does this go? Where does this go? Where does this go? I have no idea. Like every box is labeled. Just bring it to whatever it says. If it says garage, bring it to the garage. I, I, do you need me to read that for you? 
Oh, it's all done now. Uh, you, you, this is this is not something uh, that I think I ever ever need to do again, and that's probably something people say all the time. So, in uh, a sea of boxes, I still managed to get my podcast stuff up because <laughs> neither rain nor <laughs> thunderbolt in my attic, uh, nor surrounded by bo- uh, moving boxes, will I will I fail to get up my twenty two minute show to you. So here it is. And uh, no sooner did I get here and uh, unpack as much as I could, uh, but I'm getting on a plane tomorrow morning. Fortunately, this time, the airport is just down the corner. I can't walk to it, but I could definitely Uber to it. That was more difficult where I was before. Uh, I did it a few times, but it's not. it, it, it didn't really work out. But, but here, it's going to be great. And, uh, you know, we're normally in Richmond. I could definitely get an upgrade because there wasn't a ton of people going from Richmond to Newark every day. <laughs> uh, Dulles to New York, on the other hand, <laughs> it's pretty much a commuter train. And um, uh, I think I was 19, 19th on the upgrade list. So I went ahead and got myself a good seat because there's <laughs> 19 is not making it up to the front. <laughs> Don't bother. <laughs> I didn't think about that, that added expense. But, um, so I'll be in New York uh, tomorrow, Friday and Saturday. I'll be back here on Saturday and, uh, and be here for a couple weeks before we head out to Chicago. Uh, but, you know, the, the hard work is done. The hard part is done. It's funny. You know, the state of the of the housing market is this: you can't even do an inspection. You can do one, but uh, they they're not going to wait for you to do it, and and they're not the the offer on the house is not pending on whether or not your inspection goes well. You you waive your right to an inspection. That's how hot the market is, where people are just coming in with offers way over, waiving all that stuff just to get housing because there's such a huge lack of housing. Uh, after COVID and, and everybody moving out of the city and into the suburbs, um, uh, you know, just there's there's a lack of inventory. And, and so um, we bought this place, you know, after about walking through it for about 20 minutes. Um, and we're very pleased with, with much of it. But as I watched the guys uh, walk on the second floor, um, moving, moving uh, stuff back in, every time they'd walk over a certain part of the floor... <laughs> two ceiling lights would effectively shut off <laughs> downstairs. <laughs> so I think I'm sitting on a heavy uh, uh, electrical issue here. And then, you know, you got the doors open all day and it's 95 degrees out here. And I was trying to keep the air conditioning on just for the guys who had to keep walking out to the truck. It didn't take long before I surged the house and the whole thing went down. Oh... For those of you who, th- who don't own large homes and they think, man, I really want to be in a large home, I have to tell you, uh, it's a daily issue. It's a daily thing that needs to be <laughs> paid for. <laughs> whatever whatever you think you have to buy a home, you need 20% more just to, <laughs> just to get through that first year uh, because the number of people you're going to have to call and fix stuff is endless. And, I, and I'm, I'm not scared of... Uh, housing electricity. My father was good at it. He was fearless, and he taught me. And so I'm, I'm very comfortable in my ability to um, uh, uh, get into the electrics. But when you start seeing lights flicker, you know you can rewire anything, but that doesn't mean you've solved the problem. And so I think it's time for uh, a professional, as it were. And we know, as we all know, you're paying a forty percent premium on anything up in this area. 
Well, one of the guys who was uh, unloading the truck yesterday, he, yesterday, he says, um, he says, "Hey, let me let me leave him my number. I I'm uh, I'm uh, basically I do anything. I'm a complete total uh, handyman. Nothing I can't do." He's going. I do moldings. I do yard. I do lawn. I do total landscaping. I do painting. I do flooring. I mean, he was just like listing effectively everything you ever needed. And I didn't care that this guy was completely soliciting me <laughs> during the course of another job. I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy to have somebody. There was such a lack of labor in Richmond to get stuff done. We would wait forever to get anything done. And Look, I like to do stuff myself, but when I'm traveling, sometimes you just need a guy. You got to have a guy come do some stuff. Um, not, not to say that my wife can't handle a lot of it, but if there's, uh, you know, there's plenty of times where you need some expertise, um, and and I'm willing to shock myself, but she's not willing to shock herself. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, if you if you need some uh, 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 an electrical guy, you, you you need somebody. But this guy was so forward. He was like, "There's nothing, uh, you know, house related that I can't handle for you." And he left me his number, and and uh, I was so thrilled. <laughs> I was like, "When can you start?" <laughs> Immediately said, "When can you start?" And he's like, we, you know, I have all sorts of things outside that I would like to get done uh, that I'm not going to find the time to do because I've got to get back on the road to pay up for all this. And uh, I said, start as soon as you want. Just start and and leave me a bill, please. <laughs> oh, it was funny. I grew up in New York and there was never, in New York, if you needed, if you went to a fence guy and said, I want a fence, uh, he would say, what? day do you want it done and then you'd give him the date and then the crew would come and do that well in richmond it didn't work like that if you wanted a fence you'd call five fence guys two of them might call you back and they would tell you you're going to wait four or five months to get it done and it was like what's the what is the problem here you know like how how can it would take what you know way too long uh, to get this done here it's a complete lack of labor just people willing to physically get out there and do the hard work and I have found myself in a place where there are motivated young men who need to earn some bucks. And I could not be more grateful. I love that. I love that system. I love anybody who does their job good. I don't care what your job is. I really don't. I do not care. If I was a dishwasher, I assure you, I would be the, de- the best one that ever existed. Because that's just the way it is. Whatever you do, you have to be great at it. And um, uh, those movers, the, the guy who was like so persistent, here, take my number. I can do this, 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 and this. Uh, I love that. I love it. He was motivated and ready to start. Uh, I don't know. It's, it, that's, the, that's the best in life. I know I have a cush job, um, relatively speaking, compar- you know, comparatively to guys who are doing heavy labor. Uh, um, and so it's easy for me to say, you know, I'm a hard worker and I work hard. But, uh, you know, I'm, I don't lift things for a living. Uh, I don't play in the dirt for a living. Maybe I do in a certain way. I guess I do, but <laughs> uh, for the most part, uh, it's it's you. You can't compare those things. But when I see somebody working hard, somebody who loves what they do, uh, that means the world to me. I'm happy to employ that guy. Of course, absolutely. I've got a ton of stuff for you to do. Uh, watching the difference between the two crews was something. The, the move out crew was all muscle. They knew they knew no technique. All they knew was. Pick it up, throw it on your back. I mean, just heavy stuff. Just refrigerator on your back, on your back, on your back. Everything was like that. Just muscle, muscle, muscle. And and by the end of the day, they were moving slow. And the move, you know, the move back in crew 
little guys, all Latino, not not one of them looked I mean, they were all strong, but they were all skinny, short guys. But man, did they have the technique to move that stuff. Uh, When they first rolled up, I was like, how are these tiny little guys going to do this? Well, let me tell you, they did it. Damn, they did it. Isn't this all fascinating? This is what's going on. Everybody thinks opera life is something fancy. It's not. It's like regular life, only I have to go and sing. And go to New York tomorrow because I'm very fancy. And I haven't been in New York since... um, uh, September 2020, I took myself up there. Um, uh, I needed to go get some work done, and we were going to do these concerts in Chicago, and I hadn't sung in so long, and so I went up to go see my coach and to feel like myself a little bit and uh, and got to see New York for, for just a couple days. And even then, I drove up just out of staying off of airplanes. Uh, but now, I've been on endless number of airplanes. And I'm all vaccinated like all smart, good people should. Uh <laughs> and if you disagree, fuck you. <laughs> you should get your shot. It's criminal. Get your shot. Please get your shot. I, I don't want empty theaters. I don't want masks. I want to just go back to life. Just get your shot. Please. Please. Look, <laughs> if you grow a third eye, so be it. You're probably not living that interesting a life anyway. The third eye is going to make you at least fun at parties. I mean, that's how I see it. <laughs> so just a couple of days in New York and I'll be back and I'll unpack boxes for a couple of year, a uh, couple of weeks and then get myself to Chicago to start up a uh, Macbeth, a new production, a new one even. I really didn't think post-pandemic we'd be jumping right into new productions, but God damn it, we are. And that's awesome. And I'm excited to be a part of this one. Uh, and I think this show moves on to Toronto at some point too. So uh, I may or may not get get back there. I hope I do. I haven't been to Toronto in a while now. Uh, 2018 was the last time. And I think we had something in 20 that got goofed up. I don't There was another thing, but I think COVID took that out. I'm trying to forget that time. I took my schedule at one point and threw it behind the piano. I know you, you'll remember me saying. I was so tired of crossing things off that I just took it and threw it. I said, this thing is worthless. This schedule is worthless. Throw it away. Well, that schedule's back out, and it's back full again, and I really prefer it that way. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I do enjoy this new place. This has been great so far, but uh, somebody's got to pay for all this, so got to keep it rolling. Uh, It's nice to see the the summer rolling on and everybody getting back. I can see online. I can see all my friends getting back to it. We're almost not even talking about it anymore. I still see masks. There's still people rehearsing in masks. There's a bit of that. It feels like a bit of theater, um, knowing full well that most likely everybody in the room is vaccinated or even were required to get vaccinated. We we had we were required to get vaccinated to work at the Met this year, uh, for the most part. I think there's a couple of exclusions, um, religious or something. There was another one too. But you know, if you want to work at the Met this year, you're going to get your shot. And so you know, masks in that situation feels a little bit like theater. But who knows? You know. Who knows? It's all like one giant COVID guessing game for the next year. Uh, But it seems to be. It seems to be. We keep saying that. Keeps moving in the right direction. It feels over. It does feel over. I love you for listening. This has been episode 83. I'm going to stop talking about moving now. That's all done. It's behind me. Get back to the real stuff. The real reason you're here. Uh, listening to all the other mundane things in my life. 
but I appreciate it. You're all sticking around, and I love it. And uh, ever since the Fabiano um, episode, where I guess we talked about stuff that it was so funny, like there was a lot of reaction to that episode, a lot, a uh, surprising amount. But I must say, and we did touch on on um, touchy subjects, you know, things that are not so black and white. Um, there's lots of gray area in, in several of the things we were talking about, and we weren't always falling on the extreme liberal side of it like a good person in the arts should, you know. We were kind of falling in the middle a little bit, and, and um, there was heavy, heavy reaction, but messages were 10 to 1 uh, uh, with us. Um, and so um, I sort of appreciated that um, um, there, was a, there was space for that. There can be space for that. You know, watching a little bit of the of the January sixth stuff, uh, the congressional hearings, and the you're just like, look, um, we got to hear from everybody. We really do need to hear from everybody. It's not just um, uh, it's important that we look at it, uh, look at it in hindsight, and talk about it. And not everybody's going to be all one way or all the other way. And so, um, some of that stuff was shocking. God damn, just listening to these. These uh, these cops who had to deal with some fucking nuts. Oh my god! I'll never forget watching that on TV. I was like, "Am I watching the end? Is this the end? <laughs> Did we make it to the end of democracy? Is that what's happening right now? No more peaceful transitions of power. Just like, oh, my side didn't win. <laughs> Let's start a war. Let's burn the place down. Like it's fucking nuts." <laughs> I'm living in DC now, so well, DC suburb. DC suburb. Uh, you'd be surprised how many. I mean, there's a lot of buildings out where I am that are surrounded by gigantic gates. The buildings have no discernible markings, no sign outside telling you what's going on in there. There's no windows. There's a tremendous amount of security cameras. I'm not. I have to figure out what's going on uh, all around me here because <laughs> it's super. It seems like it's super high secret, you know, secrecy and high tech keep out kind of feeling. Big double fences. One place I saw had a fucking moat. I'm like what? Uh, what are we doing? What do you do in that building? Got to be a spaceship in one of those. Anyway, I love you for listening. First episode from Broadlands. I'm gonna go to New York for the weekend. Everybody have a great weekend, and I'll see you on Monday. All right, thanks everybody. Bye.
Your honesty shine, shine, shine now.